Good morning. Listen to how the Bible reads. Mark chapter 15, beginning in verse number 22. And they brought Jesus to the place called Golgotha, which means the skull place. They tried to give him wine mixed with myrrh, but he did not take it. Then they crucified him and divided his clothes, casting lots for them to decide what each one would get. Of course, this is prophecy found in Psalm chapter 22. Now it was nine in the morning when they crucified him. The inscription of the charge written against him was the king of the Jews. And they crucified Jesus between two criminals, one on his right and one on his left. So the scripture was fulfilled that says, and he was counted among the outlaws. For just a few moments this morning, I want us to consider the two individuals who were crucified beside the Lord Jesus Christ. Number one, we know that these were two men with a horrible past. The Bible tells us in the book of Luke, uh, verse number, uh, chapter number 23 and verse number 32, two others, criminals, were also led away to be executed with him. So these two men had a horrible past. They were criminals. And we don't know what kind of criminals they were. We don't know what they stole or what exactly they had done. But we do know this. Whatever they had done, whatever they had stolen was deserving of death. And not just death of any kind. Death on a cross, which is uh, the most gruesome type of torture when you consider what the bodies of these individuals would go through in those grueling hours of crucifixion. And so these are two men with a horrible past. However, they are crucified beside one man who had an eternal past. So just contrast the past of these men with the past of the Lord Jesus Christ. These two men had a past, a history of being criminals, of being thieves, a, a past and a history of sin. However, the one they're being crucified beside had an eternal past. The Bible tells us that Jesus is the firstborn among creation, that all things were created through him and by him, and nothing is created that has not been created through him. John testifies and says life is in him, and this life is the light of men. So we think about the Lord Jesus Christ. His past is etched in eternity, but if we're just looking at his past, humanly speaking, we know that he was the sinless, spotless Lamb of God. And so you have two men with a horrible past being crucified beside a man with an eternal past, a sinless past, a holy past, a righteous past. And here they are. You have Jesus in the middle, and you have one on the left, and you have one on the right. So you have two men with a horrible past, but you also have two men with a chance for a bright future. Now you say, Pastor Zach, now what do you mean by that? I mean, after all, uh, these two guys, they are going to be dead within just a few moments, and you are Exactly right. Crucifixion. I mean, Romans were professionals at crucifixion. You're not coming down off of this cross alive. So for somebody to even suggest that they have a bright future is almost ludicrous to even say. However, let me remind you of who they're being crucified beside. 
They're being crucified beside the Lord Jesus Christ, who said in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And so the one who has the ability to save them, the one who has the ability to forgive them, the one who has the ability to reconcile them with their father in heaven is actually hanging beside them. And so these two individuals have an opportunity for a bright future, not physically on this earth, but spiritually in heaven. So both of these individuals now are being crucified beside the Lord Jesus Christ. Friends, there were thousands of people that were crucified across the Roman Empire during the reigns of these different uh, uh, Caesars and during the reign of the empire. But only two men were ever crucified beside the spotless Lamb of God. And these two men hold that distinction. And both of these men that day had the opportunity for salvation. Both of these men could have looked at the Lord Jesus Christ and said to him, I believe in you. Forgive me, O God. They would have been forgiven. They would have been saved. They had an opportunity for a bright future. Although they may die on this cross, they could live forever. What a hope they had even facing death. So two men with an Horrible past, two men with an opportunity, a chance for a bright future. But I want you to see how the Bible teaches us in the book of Luke that there was one of these men who made the wrong choice and has suffered the consequences since. The Bible says in verse 33, they arrived at, in Luke chapter 23, they arrived at the place called the skull and they crucified him there. And the Bible says in verse 39, then one of the criminals hanging there began to yell insults at him. Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and save us. So this this individual is hanging on the cross and what is it? His mindset. His mindset is still physical. If you are the Messiah, if you are the chosen one, then come down off of the cross. Don't just save yourself, but save us. What is he looking for? He's looking for life in the here and now. Save me so that I can go on living. But he's not talking about a true spiritual salvation. He's just wanting to avoid the death punishment. The other individual who is on the cross, he rebukes the one who's on the uh, who's hanging next to Jesus on the other side. And he says, don't you even fear God since you are undergoing the same punishment. We are punished justly because we're getting back what we deserve for the things we did. But this man has done nothing wrong. So two men with a horrible past, two men with the opportunity for a bright future, and both men make a choice. The one man makes the wrong choice. The one man is still living on the cross for the here and now, even though he's facing death in the eye, with an opportunity to salvation, For life forever, what does he say? Jesus, save me now. I want life now. If you are the physical Messiah who is to rule over us, come down off the cross and get me down with you. While the other guy says, hold on a minute. We are suffering justly, but him unjustly. 
He's done nothing wrong. This guy makes the right choice. He is watching Jesus suffer and he realizes there's no sin in him. And so this guy puts all of his faith in that moment in Jesus. What does he say? Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And then Jesus responds and says, I assure you, today you will be with me in paradise. Friends, this text here is an amazing text for us to view this morning because it reminds us that no matter who we are, no matter what our background is, no matter how late in life we may come to the foot of the cross, salvation is possible. When the Lord Jesus Christ saves, he didn't say, get cleaned up and then come to me. No, he says, come to me, all of you who are weary and heavy burdened, and I'll give you rest. No matter who you are, no matter what you're going through, no matter what stage of life you might find yourself in today, give your heart to the Lord Jesus Christ and live. That's what this man chose. And today he is in heaven with Jesus where he's been since this day because Jesus promised him today you'll be with me in paradise. And the other man, he died without Christ and has suffered since. And it breaks our heart to think and know that some people die without the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray that that's not you, friend. I pray if you don't know him that you would give your heart to him today. May God bless you. And I'll join you next time on New Horizons.